Today is Tuesday, February 20th. We are talking about international outrage over the death of a Russian opposition leader and who's promising to continue his legacy. Also, we'll explain former President Trump's big legal loss that threatens his fortune and his future in business. Plus, a groundbreaking new cancer therapy, a deal that could create the single biggest American credit card firm, and the movies, shows, and stars who made waves at the People's Choice Awards. Those stories and even more news to know next. Welcome, welcome to The Newsworthy. All the day's news in around 10 minutes. Fast, fair, fun, and on the go. I'm Erica Mandy. Thanks so much for being here. You ready? Let's do this. International leaders are now calling for an investigation into the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He was a longtime critic of Russian President Putin, who led protests, ran for office, and campaigned against election fraud and government corruption. Navalny made global headlines when he was poisoned with a nerve agent back in 2020. And he has been in a remote, notorious prison colony since 2021 on charges of extremism that international leaders called politically motivated. He has gotten sick many times while in prison the last few years, has complained about mistreatment, and his allies have long been demanding toxicology and other tests. Then, over the weekend, Russia's prison authorities announced Navalny's death, without saying exactly how he died. As of this morning, his body still has not been handed over to his relatives. Western leaders like President Biden have said Putin is directly responsible. The last few days, all across Russia, small groups of Navalny supporters braved strict anti-protest laws and laid flowers at makeshift memorials to Navalny. Hundreds were arrested. Other memorial events were held throughout the world. This all comes just a month before a presidential election in Russia that's expected to give Putin another six years in power, even though he's already the longest-serving Russian or Soviet leader since Joseph Stalin. But he won't go completely unchallenged. Alexei Navalny's widow says she's going to carry on her husband's work and told his followers the best way to honor his legacy was to, quote, fight more desperately and furiously than before. The United Nations' highest court opened historic hearings this week into the decades-long Israeli-Palestinian conflict. This goes way beyond the recent war in Gaza, but covers other disputed lands, too, that have been sought for a Palestinian state, like the West Bank and East Jerusalem. Palestinian representatives spoke first, arguing that the Israeli occupation is illegal and must be brought to an end. The Palestinian foreign minister says Israel has imposed a system of racial discrimination and apartheid. Fifty-one other countries and three organizations are set to address the panel of judges. But Israel is not one of them. Still, Israel could submit a written statement, likely saying what it has in the past, that Israel completely withdrew from the Gaza Strip in 2005 and has to have some control over that and other territories because Palestinian political leaders have promised to destroy Israel. It's expected to point out the October 7th attack by Hamas as the most recent example of those security concerns. The court will likely take months to rule, and the ruling won't be legally binding. But experts say it could profoundly impact international aid to Israel and some public opinion. Separately, the U.N. Security Council is meeting today. It's expected to vote on an Arab-backed resolution demanding an immediate humanitarian ceasefire in Gaza. But the U.S. is expected to veto it, saying it has a better option for the Security Council to consider. The AP says it's pushing for a temporary ceasefire in Gaza that requires the release of all the hostages taken from Israel on October 7th and calls for the lifting of all restrictions on the delivery of humanitarian aid. It also specifically says the major ground offensive Israel is planning in southern Gaza should not go forward under current circumstances. So, to be continued. A judge has finally ruled in the civil fraud case against former President Trump, handing him the biggest punishment to date. 
Trump was fined $355 million, making this one of the steepest corporate sanctions in all of New York history. He is also now banned from running the New York-based company that for decades has been the hub of his global business empire. Specifically, that means he cannot do business in New York for three years. And any business he can do will be under heavy oversight of a court-appointed monitor. During that time, Trump and the Trump Organization also cannot apply for loans from any financial institutions registered with or chartered in New York State. And lawyers say that's the part that could have the most impact, since most large American banks do have those New York ties. The judge had already ruled that the former president and his company repeatedly violated state fraud law by exaggerating his net worth and property valuations by billions of dollars to trick banks and insurers. And this penalty actually wasn't as bad for Trump as it could have been, since the New York attorney general was really seeking a lifetime ban, not just three years. Still, Trump is expected to appeal. He already called the verdict un-American and a complete and total sham, saying there were no victims since banks made healthy profits on the deals, too. And an appeals process could take a year or more. Trump also faces four criminal trials. The first of those is set to begin next month. California is in the middle of another big storm. And now nearly the entire population of the Golden State is under some kind of flood alert. Already, many roads have shut down because of flooding and rock slides. The Santa Barbara airport even had to close yesterday. And several people had to be rescued from overflowing rivers and creeks. But today and tomorrow, even more flooding is expected in coastal and mountain areas up and down the state. And people who live in flood-prone areas have had to evacuate. Several feet of snow are also possible at the higher elevations across the Sierra Nevada. And the National Weather Service has issued several avalanche watches. This system is finally expected to move out of California by late tomorrow and cross into the Rockies. More news is still coming up, but first, a message from Honey Love. February is the month of love, and there's nothing I love more than comfortable leggings and undergarments. Yes, we all know that feeling when you get home from a long day and immediately want to get into your pajamas, right? With Honey Love, you won't have to experience that again because their items are so comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing them. For the ladies listening, Honey Love gives you the comfort and support you need, but with the feeling, quality, and look you want, whether you're wearing their shapewear and bras or their leggings and loungewear. Speaking of leggings, Honey Love's Legging 2.0 is still my favorite legging ever. I wear them literally every week. They hold you in without that too tight feeling. They're cooling, comfortable, and cute. Honey Love truly has you covered for everything. The everyday look, workouts, weddings, and more. So treat yourself to the best bras on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash newsworthy. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash newsworthy. After you purchase, they ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. Okay, now back to the news. The FDA approved a new cancer therapy that could one day transform the way most aggressive and advanced tumors are treated. It's called Amtagvi. For now, it's only for metastatic melanoma patients who have already tried other drugs that did not work for them. It's known as TIL therapy, and it boosts the number of immune cells inside tumors to fight the cancer. It's a one-time treatment, but patients still have to get chemotherapy. And the American Cancer Society says it's possible the body's immune system could overreact. Still, since it's meant for people with advanced lethal cancer, doctors at the National Cancer Institute say it's a risk worth taking. In trials, about a third of patients saw their tumors shrink. This is the first time a cellular therapy has been approved to treat solid tumors. And experts say there's promise it will one day be able to treat other solid tumors, which account for 90% of all cancers. Though much more research is still needed before it's actually approved for other types of cancer, and that could take years. 
Two of the largest credit card companies in the U.S. are joining forces. Capital One says it's buying Discover Financial Services for more than $35 billion in an all-stock deal. This is expected to give the bank a major leg up against competing credit card issuing banks like J.P. Morgan Chase, Bank of America, and Citigroup, since they don't process transactions themselves. But with Capital One acquiring Discover, it will. And the plan is for it to keep the Discover brand on the cards and network, though it will still use Visa and MasterCard as well. The deal still needs to be approved by regulators, but Capital One thinks it will close late this year or early next year. The 2024 NASCAR season is officially off to a dramatic start. William Byron won the first and most prestigious race of the year, the Daytona 500. It was his first Daytona 500 win, but it did not come without some controversy. Byron was declared the winner, just barely crossing the finish line as the caution flag came out as one of his fellow frontrunners spun out. Byron was also directly involved in a massive 18-car wreck near the end of the race that knocked out several contenders, including a couple of past Daytona 500 champs. The good news is it does not seem like any of the drivers were seriously hurt in that crash. By the way, another big sports story from over the weekend was the NBA All-Star Game. The Eastern Conference beat the Western Conference for the first time since 2014 and broke records along the way. The biggest record? The East extended the 200-point mark for the first time in NBA history. The final score was 211 to 186. And though this one was record-breaking, it's not unusual for the All-Star Game to have pretty high point totals. Typically, defense is considered optional in the All-Star Game, since players prefer to put on a show for the crowd with flashy highlights and play with less intensity to avoid injury. The People's Choice Awards happened over the weekend, giving fans a say in the best of entertainment, instead of just industry insiders. And to no one's surprise, the biggest box office hit of the last year won big at this show. The Barbie movie took home Movie of the Year, Male Movie Star of the Year, Female Movie Star of the Year, and more. On the TV side, fans shook things up a bit, choosing Grey's Anatomy as show of the year. In music, Jungkook won Male Artist of the Year, and Taylor Swift got Female Artist of the Year. Her boyfriend and Super Bowl champ, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, won Athlete of the Year. One of the biggest awards of the night went to Adam Sandler. He received the People's Icon Award for his iconic comedy roles and overall contributions to the film industry. Meanwhile, Lenny Kravitz won the Music Icon Award and performed some of its greatest hits. Well, that's it for the main news today, so now it's time for Trivia Tuesday, when we ask a different trivia question every week. But first, support for this episode comes from Lumi. January has come and gone, but it's not too late to start doing things for yourself. We are talking about smelling better. Thanks to our sponsor, Lumi, you can smell good all over all year long. Lumi is a game-changing whole-body deodorant that can work on everything from your pits to your feet. I use the stick deodorant on a daily basis as usual, and I love the body wash in the shower as well. Then I keep the deodorant wipes on hand for any time I need to freshen up while out and about. And no matter where or how you use it, Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long and control odor for up to 72 hours. They've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. That's over 40% off their starter pack, too. Use code NEWSWORTHY for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code NEWSWORTHY at lumideodorant, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Okay, now back to Trivia Tuesday. Today's trivia question is, what do bears do in hibernation? You can play along with us in our weekly roundup email that comes out each Friday. As for last week's trivia question, 
President's Day edition, which presidents are carved into Mount Rushmore? The answer is George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Theodore Roosevelt. Washington was chosen because he was our nation's founding father. Jefferson was meant to represent expansion since he signed the Louisiana Purchase and authored the Declaration of Independence. Roosevelt was picked because he represented conservation and the industrial boom, and Lincoln because he led the country through the Civil War and believed in preserving the nation at any cost. Hundreds of men started carving Mount Rushmore in 1927 and finished in 1941, when funding ran out. That's why it's only faces. The project ran out of money before the president's bodies could be carved. The faces are about 60 feet high, and the grouping extends about 185 feet along the crest of Mount Rushmore. It represents one of the world's largest pieces of sculpture, as well as one of America's most popular tourist attractions. Nearly 3 million people visit it every year. All right, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another News Roundup tomorrow. Until then, have a great day. 